Hey. 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 What was your question? Um, what? Tell me what social media you use. I use all of them. Um, Twitter. Yep. Number one, top of the list. And your Twitter handle is at Neil Sean. Which um, is N I A L S E A N. Yes. Not the other ones. No, not the other. The incorrect spellings. <laughs> Actually, technically, mine are all the incorrect spellings compared to everybody else. So that makes me unique and a little bit special um, in more than one way. Kind of special. <laughs> special and, <laughs> and special, special. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, more offensive. Yeah, sorry, guys. <clears throat> um, Fuck them. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have no idea what my Facebook is. But it's probably just Sean Lipsitz. You want me to spell that out for you as well, don't you? Yeah, go on. Okay, S-E-A-N, and then L-I-P-S-I-T-Z. Can you imagine if this becomes, like, hugely successful and, you know, one day you log into I've... Facebook and you've got, like, thousands of friend <laughs> thousands requests. Thousands of friend requests, oh, man. <laughs> uh, but I, to be fair, I hardly ever use my, my Facebook. The majority of my Facebook posts is um, when I use my Instagram account, um, and that one is uh, Snaps by a Short Man. All one word? It's got like hyphens and stuff in it, but I think... Oh, God. You're going to ask me to spell this out as well, aren't you? Hold on a second. Hmm. Um, 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 fill the fucking dead air. All right, man. Okay. Um, Jeez. Right, right. um, yeah, now I got it. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, so, snaps, S-N-A-P-S underscore by... <laughs> I can't believe you just spell out snaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're making me spell everything else out. Okay, so so it snaps okay, hyphen so snaps hyphen by hyphen a hyphen short, short hyphen man. man. Okay. <laughs> okay, just man once, not man twice. Mm. Um, what else do I use? I think that's it, actually. Yeah. Um. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, I'm on Foursquare and Get Glue as well, but those are all linked into like my Facebook account. So, yeah, it's not like we use those like every day, though. So it's just I used to check into like every TV show I watched, but I don't do it anymore. That's what I miss about Get Glue. I really checking into Smodcasts. Yeah, man. Yeah, any I really like that. It's like if you're reading something, you can check in. If you're watching something, I mean, obviously you can still check in if you're watching something, movie or TV show. But yeah, it's lost its appeal a little bit because you can't connect with those people. Like if I checked into Smodcast, and I could be like, oh yeah, just listen to the first episode with Emo Kev. Lots of laughter, or laugh out loud. I can never remember which what LOL stands for. Laugh out loud. Is it? <clears throat> I thought so. But now that you say lots of laughter, now I'm confused. Yeah, could be. Yeah, ah, Scott, you cheated. LOL, me. LOL, could be both. I thought that was just like I'm laughing out loud a lot. No. LMAO, laugh my ass off. Uh, oh, I start getting confused when people are like R A, you know, T U T X B, and I'm like, what the fuck's that? I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, at a certain point, it starts to like, <clears throat> remind me of playing Street Fighter and it'd be like A B A B A C or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I missed that about Get Glue. Um, but it's I only on it's only on the iPhone. Yeah, or, or it is. If um, you, when I tried out, um, I tried out a different phone for like a week, and I used the Get Glue app on that. Hmm. I think it was a Samsung phone. Um, but another smartphone, nonetheless. Yeah, but another smartphone. And when I went on there, it came up with those options of like checking into your favorite artist. So if you're listening to music, because hmm. um, when I used to like get drunk on the rare occasion, I'm not an alcoholic or anything. Um, Says you. 
Yeah. <laughs> we all say that. <laughs> I don't have a problem, I swear. No. Um, no, so in London, um, same friends with you guys. Um, we get on separate trains to go to wherever. I'm drunk. I'll start listening to music while I'm on there. Or a smartcast. And you and, get emotional when you've been drinking and listening and to music. I'll usually like tweet away, but I will check in on Get Glue. Like every song that I listen to, or every podcast that I'm listening to, yeah. on a long journey home. Can't do that anymore. No. So. No, I, um, it's, I don't know. I kind of like, it's not, a, like I said, because it's not as uh, expansive as it was before in the sense that it's just TV shows, movies, and sports programs and that's pretty much it and i think well i'd used to find the show check in and then that would be linked to my twitter feed that's it yeah because i um yeah still have a facebook account but i i stopped linking everything to that because i don't use it anymore and just to check in every now and again see if there's any messages because people are too um redundant i guess to check my info page to see you know find an email address or my twitter uh, handle which i use more or um a phone number so the quick easy way for them is when on facebook just send a private message or whatever or uh right on my wall but yeah i mean if you check so your, if I, you check your emails you'll get an email saying you've got a message so then you can just go on to yes yeah i mean yeah but I you, do don't, go, way, you don't you don't go into emails at all because <clears throat> i know i've emailed you stuff and then i've texted you saying <laughs> check your emails yeah, i don't know i mean well the the new i i very rarely check my hotmail one anymore which is what my facebook's linked to so uh, and my new email, which I do check more where, when I can, is Nikolai's Facebook page. So <laughs> I can update it. You know, so we do a quick explanation of, of who Nikolai is. Um, we could do Nikolai is our podcast mascot, and uh, and I and I'll quote this as well. Um, one time a few days ago, I was talking to Stacy, and um, we were talking about someone i can't remember who it was and uh it turned into a slightly heated discussion we weren't like you know bitching or you know having an argument or anything like that but we could, the people that we were talking about and I, I think it might have been something to do with christmas and then stacy just turned around and she just blurted out she was like you know look there's like the three most important people in my life is my mum, you and nikolai <laughs> <laughs> right and that could just diffuse the whole conversation because i just started laughing because the point the fact is like nikolai's a stuffed bear <laughs> but with the personality <laughs> yes I he's, mean, he's he's got he's on a facebook page he's yeah. he's shown up on youtube nikolai likes to drink ski he does he's obviously russian so he likes his vodka he does um he he's got a bit of a feud going on with um hello kitty doesn't he he does. Um, um, yeah. He likes to rock out to... Lincoln Park. Yeah. Um, he's got some videos up there on Facebook. Got yeah. a few hits. No, he's um, probably got more friends on Facebook than I do. And me, I suspect. Goddamn yeah. bear. He's, um, he's doing... Yeah, because I mean, I I, uh, I give all her bears personalities and voices and stuff just because it, you know, it's entertainment for me and makes her giggle. So everyone's a winner. But he's lately... He, he just mimics anything. We're watching Longmire. He's a cowboy cop, you know. We're watching The Matrix. He's an agent, you know. We came back last night from London, Winter Wonderland. He's, you know, in the circus. It's, yeah, he's everything. We're watching CSI. He's a cop, you know. Yeah, so... At least he kind of takes the good parts out of everything. So when you're watching CSI, he decides to be a cop, not a criminal. Um, It's good. Well, that's the Russian thing to do. 
there's an argument there. <laughs> All right, well, we'll hit that next time. We'll, we'll do a podcast at some point about um, societies, maybe, or uh, countries, or... How about we do a podcast with Nikolai? Yes. Oh man, that. Okay. Yeah, right. we'll get Nikolai in on it. We'll, we'll we'll find out what he's got to say about all this. Yeah, you're not gonna like it. He'll but, upset a lot of people. <laughs> okay, but at the end. But of hey, the- better him than me. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's right. I mean, he is a bear. Um, big personality. Um, you know what they say. You know, when all else fails, blame it on the bear. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well. You're gonna hit me up with a story. I was. Yeah. I'm gonna right. Just so. Yeah, so you're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. So any of the the lovely women out there, if there are any that listen to this, that want to go, ooh, snaps of a short man sounds uh, intriguing. Certainly piques my uh, curiosity. So uh, I'm not going to follow you or anything like that because I don't really use it. I might, I'll, I'll find my login and I'll, I'll see what you're doing. If you're just taking pictures of flowers and stuff, we'll see. But, you know, women out there, they I think they tend to, from what I can... What, from what I've observed, they tend to use Instagram more than guys do. Don't know because they're more. Um, uh, they they prefer they they like uh, aesthetics more than guys do. I guess they like capturing the moment more than guys do. Well, they can they can be bothered to capture the moment more than guys can. I'm so. just kind of nodding, but I don't want to say anything to agree or disagree Upset. with you. And and ah, that's fine. You just yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'll find a, a track that we can throw in that indicates that you're just nodding <laughs> so people know <laughs> yeah so yeah instagram not at the moment facebook kind of but not really twitter at scott nash four you're not gonna spell it. you make me spell it out and then feel like an idiot okay yeah okay for all those uh you know people that aren't too sure it's scott with two t's so s-c-o-t-t okay and one c <laughs> <laughs> yeah n-a-s-h four the number four four the number four yeah yeah Good one. I, I'd have missed that. People have been like, it's not working. And we've just offended two more people. <laughs> it happens. That's why we uh, we tick the explicit box when podcasting. Now, is that like, what the E stands for? Uh, yeah, I didn't find out for ages when I was listening to Smodcast because it just suddenly appeared one day and I was because I was in my car um, uh, before work and I had about 20 minutes to kill or something. And I look at my phone and all of a sudden all these E's have shown up and stuff. And I was like... Holy shit. And it's like big red. And I see that and I'm just like, it's a danger signal of some sort. And I had to take screenshots and then send them to Stace because she was here. Because um, my signal is crap. I can kind of send messages, but trying to get on the internet and things like that, terrible. So I sent her the, the screenshots of this and I was going like, what does the E stand for? What does it mean? Is it a bad thing? Have I done something wrong? Is it not going to play? Do I need something? Because at the time, uh, I don't think I was aware of it at the time, but I think I was trying to play a podcast I hadn't downloaded. So it was trying to stream it so it was asking me because uh, if i'm not on one wi-fi it asked me do i want to turn on data uh data browsing thing yeah yeah and uh, i see that and again didn't know what that was at the time so i was freaking out i was like uh is it yes no no i don't want to <laughs> and then it wouldn't play the episode i had no idea what was going on so i had to text her i sent a screenshot of just the list of um and this modcast i was listening to at the time so a list of all of those um, with the E, and then the screenshot when the message came up saying, do you want to turn on the data browsing? <laughs> I was like, tell me what this means. <laughs> and she okay. told me, and I was like, I'm such a dick, you know. Yeah, Mr. Day- <laughs> Tech Savvy over there. <laughs> but to and be fair, I saw the E, um, 
I think. And I was like, is, is this, is it, does it mean endangered? Is this podcast endangered? <laughs> I only noticed it when you put up the two podcasts. And I was like, well, that's a bit presumptuous. I thought maybe you were putting an E on there to say entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, I have no doubts whatsoever that it's probably not to a lot of people. And especially where I've, um, uh, screwed up, where I've put up like, you know, 37 minutes of the first episode twice somehow. And like, the episode two kind of went up but then when i found out that you could you know you changing you know getting rid of a lot of the background noise and shit and then putting it up again and thought i'd, I'd delete it off the uh the website that i used to upload things but apparently it just doesn't delete it off itunes so there's a couple of guys um that i'm gonna text about it because they started doing a, a short while ago they started doing a podcast that um i've started listening to I've been following them on twitter for a while and i, I was like i need to I, I listened to a couple of later ones that I was like, I'm running out of podcasts to listen to. So I've gone back to the very beginning and they just jumped into it as well. And they were just like, you know, right. They just hit the record button and no intro or anything like that. Just like, right, we're recording. <laughs> I was like, that's what we would have done if I hadn't have listened to so many podcasts. I was like, before I do this, I want to get the, you know, some good microphones and, uh, you know, hopefully software and the mic stands and an intro. So I was but lucky and fortunate at the time to, being a little bit of cash to be able to sort that out uh, with the help of you obviously as well because I know you paid for a mic and uh, and Adam as well at I don't know what his uh, thing is on Twitter we should uh, give him a shout as well because he did the, uh, the he does the awesome uh, bluesy um, soundtrack that we've got at the beginning and the end of each podcast and his is at King Holio which is K-I-N-G-H-O-L-I-O and he's responsible for yeah our music, which is pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, the, and he's on the awesome episode one, the power of gaming. Yes, which I'm yes. almost done listening to. I think. Um, uh, no, you're not. We we went on for uh, it was about an hour and sixteen minutes. I think so. Sixteen. Oh, I'm not that far yes. off. I'm like, well, you're only thirty seven minutes in. That's what halfway. No, I'm not thirty seven minutes in. You're not. No, I'm an hour and something in. Are you? Yeah. So it has, has got all right. So it just cuts out. When you say it cuts out thirty-seven minutes in, does that mean like it just goes dark for a while? No, no, no. It doesn't cut. No, I never said it cut out. Yeah, you said out. it cuts out after thirty-seven minutes. No, I said it cuts out in the middle of Arkham Asylum. All right, and then does it start again? No, it just that like where I showed. That was you, the end of it. That it just cuts out there. All right. Well, maybe I'll just leave that hanging, and and if people want to know the rest of it, I might put up a, a bonus. What a bonus track of four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think at that point we just talk about Batman for a little bit and then we just kind of, um, end it. But I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll sort it out, I'll sort something out. But yeah, I mean, but going back to these guys I was listening to, it was really comforting. Uh, I mean, they helped out a lot with, um, re- uh, software Reaper, which I've been using. They've answered a lot of, I was t- tweeting them with questions because, as you know, I've, we've been planning podcasting for months and I've been plagued with technical issues left, right, and center. But uh, they were really, really um, helpful in a lot of it. And it was really comforting to uh, um, listening to their early podcast to know that they were like kind of going through the same thing. And they were kind of like, we, we, we just want a podcast, but, you know, we like not really knowing what's what, how to do stuff and whatnot. And they really, uh, yeah, sort it out. They get quite organized. They, they get, uh, I hope, well, yeah, I've seen they've got mic stands now, but when they started, I think they were using like a microphone from something like Guitar Hero or SingStar or something. That's resourceful. <laughs> I give them points yeah. for that. That's resourceful. That's good. So, and so I was kind of like, yeah, okay, well, okay, I started off, you know, 
a little, you know, I had like a bit of a head start because I had the microphone stands, the microphones, the the software and everything. Just didn't know how it worked because I'm just, I'm not, uh, I used to be, I guess, but not anymore. I'm not technical whatsoever. But I then, I ran into all the problems. I I didn't know how to throw things into websites or um, uh, onto iTunes or anything like that. And yeah, they helped out. And their um, podcast and you can search for it i found it quite entertaining is called anywhere but here and uh check them out it's a couple of guys like us just talking about all kinds of stuff and it's quite entertaining i can relate to a lot of it so it's nice but it's just yeah long story short which it wasn't it's uh just nice (laughs) it's just nice to know that uh you know other people out there just want to do the same thing podcast but had issues like i did you know it's to be fair, we we had trouble uh, uploading uh, the episode one to the website and then onto iTunes, and it cut out. First time we tried it, it was only thirty seven minutes long. This time it's like an hour and something. And like I've discussed, you know, the sound issues can get off iTunes. Episode two, I put up, and then when I was able to fix and clear up a lot of the sound, I then put up again, but deleted it from the website, hoping it would do it from iTunes. But uh, yeah, but so we've all got like you know bugs and uh, and and troubles, but. Hopefully, from here on out, it's uh, clear sailing. I'm sure it won't be, but there's going to be technical issues at some point. It all it all adds to the fun. Yeah. So that's that. So just real quickly, I'll try and uh, make it quick. Uh, for you. Oh, we've got time. It's ten past two. Okay, you want to do dream or story first? Uh, I want the story. Which one's better? Um, probably which, one, which one's going to be the high note? The dream's probably going to be longer and probably more entertaining because the story is just kind of like a this is it. And so give me the story. Okay. And then, uh, then we'll explain why I'm, I'm so fascinated with like my dreams after like the one where I met my conscience. Yeah, you need to put that up. Which I've not seen since. Yeah, I, um, I we, never, we never recorded that. Yeah, we did. Did we? Or is that the one that cut out? No. Um, no, I know we because it's the day that we sat here from like two in the afternoon and recorded it until like midnight. So it's somewhere on there. Oh uh, yeah, I think that was back on the old. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll try and dig that up. Maybe I'll do a bonus dream pod or something. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Just a bonus something. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, the story. <clears throat> and you probably already know. You probably already know about this and, and read about it or whatever. But um, I'm going to hit you with it anyway. And the title is uh, Amazon's hopes for drone deliveries. Oh, I saw the headline for this. Yeah, do you, do you I, heard the story? No, I, I only I only saw the headline, <coughs> for it, and I I saw a picture, and I thought Skynet, and then I turned. Yeah, it off. right. But we we are going in that direction. I literally like went. Okay, I'm gonna go read about the next. I don't know. This is the end film. of the world. We're gonna. I I I uh, put in my vote now that we one get a organized resistance together now. Okay. For the what if scenario, and two get. Uh, everyone's like, uh, you know, what they're going to do together. So we need a, we need a John Connor. We need a leader. We need people that are going to do a radio show or podcast in the bunker to try and provide entertainment. I use the word loosely, try. Okay. <laughs> and entertainment. Yeah. And then that needs to link into like uh, 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 the resistance network of, you know, th- this is how you, you know, survival tips. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was just thinking what we'll do for the next pod. We're going to do, we'll, we'll go through the scenarios of organizing resistance against the machines. So, like, could be Skynet, could be the machines from the Matrix, anything like that. And then the resistance against zombies. That in itself is going to be a good pod, I think. And, and then the ultimate scenario what if, like, Jesus comes back? No. 
I was I, I had a little side thought there, which is a. <laughs> I gotta stop saying like all the time. Yeah, I noticed um, when I was playing back when I, I say that all the time. Like I'm like this, and I was like, and I was like, and you were like, Ugh. <laughs> it's it, it's it's annoying. It's yeah. one of those. Let's ban the word like now. Then you can't do that because it will okay cause issues. But try and say it less. No, I was gonna say the ultimate survival test is Skynet takes over, creates Terminators. <laughs> Terminators create zombies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And you got to survive that. That whoa! That's oh uh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's um. Maybe next weekend, you, me, and Adam. Maybe we'll throw it out there, and uh, if we have that as, as a subject, and then we got like a, a week and a bit to think about it, and then we'll we'll put it to the, the table. Yes, the round table. Yes, roundish like table. Kind of oval, oval table. Yeah. This is our oval office. Oh, I like that. I need to get an eagle that I can turn upside down when I'm at war with someone or something. <laughs> did you know they did that? What, the eagle? Yeah. Because um, he has the uh, the rug in the center of the room. It's got an eagle on it or whatever. And when the country's at war, they turn it over. What, so you so, see, so no. see the back of the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Ambassadors come out and be like, your rug's upside down, bitch. Yeah. That's um, what she said. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, someone, I mean, anyone who's anyone who may or may not listen to, no, that will listen to this. It's the only way they're going to know. Um, if that's not the case, tell me. But yeah, I, as I understand it, um, it's like the reverse on the other side of the rug. So it's like the eagle's like upside down or it's a reverse, it's facing the wrong way or something. I would imagine it was it's like it's be- facing left or something. And then when they're at war, it's facing right. Uh, something like that. That makes no sense to me. But I mean, it's probably some sort of a sim. Uh, a symbol for something. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you turn it upside down, it's just a matter of perspective. So depending on where you're standing in the Oval Office, it's always going to be upside down. <laughs> we're at war. Well, not from where I'm standing. And wouldn't it be the same way if, if it's facing left or right? <laughs> if you're standing on the right side of the Oval Office, you're like, well, are we at war? And the left side is going, well, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's a stupid notion, really. I should. Um... I can understand if all the American flags that are like flying. I say, or if they have a war flag, down, you know. Um, now, if you put it upside down, that's like um, uh, Nazis do that. The American flag in America, obviously, um, they put the flag. Yeah, that's a neo-Nazi thing. Is it? Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want. You don't want to be carrying around an upside-down American flag. Trust me. I treat the American flag with respect. Absolutely, I do too. To the I point like of, it. I like it more than ours. Or mine, not yours. Mine. Anyway, let's get back to the story. So, <laughs> yeah, online retailer Amazon hopes to have many drones delivering packages to customers in just 30 minutes, its chief executive has claimed. Um, okay. Obviously, this is going to be America, uh, starting in America, not anywhere else. Okay, well, but even even in America. Yeah. I mean, how fast are these fucking drones going to go? Let's say I live in Florida. They're not. Well, we're not calling them drones, because that's what the military use. They're we're calling, calling them octocopters. <laughs> Well, Amazon is anyway. <laughs> Octocoppers. Yes. Um, the uh, the chief executive, he um, yeah, he played a video showing the tiny robotic devices known as octocopters, which pick up items in small yellow buckets and whiz them through the air. I know this looks like science fiction. It's not, he says. Um, I would much rather it actually be science fiction. <laughs> we can do half. Uh, we can do half hour deliveries, and we can carry objects. We think 
up to five pounds, which covers any six percent of items that we deliver. Everything, <laughs> everything that I order from Amazon now, I'm going to check the weight. <laughs> but what makes me laugh is that, uh, as is in quotation, he says, "We can do half-hour deliveries." Dot dot dot, and we can carry objects. We think it's like we're not sure. But we think. Would, uh, I'm, they just they should, ooze confidence, Amazon. They should run some tests on it. Be like, let's say I, I order like a, I don't know, an Xbox. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, let's. But, and then I get a delivery notification or status update. It was like, you know, the drone took off. <laughs> but due to the weight of your package, it crashed in the Mississippi. <laughs> some guy that lives in the bayou has got my Xbox. Um, a half an hour delivery. I imagine, is subject to your location. Well, um, yeah, it does go on to say, uh, the mini drones are powered by electric motors and are claimed to cover areas within a 10-mile radius of distribution centers, allowing Amazon to cover a significant portion of the population in urban areas in the U.S. Well, then non-urban areas are fucked. Well, I guess they'll just have to wait the standard three to five working days. <laughs> I... I'm not so... I guess I go to worst case scenario. Not worst case scenario, but immediately I think like, you know, the, the hovercrafts or the hover drones or whatever from Terminator. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to keep going back there. And then this, so yeah. But also Soon they're like going to be like, why the fuck are we delivering for man? We're, yeah, we're better than this. Yeah. And then they're going to start or, picking up weapons and shit. Yeah. Or they have, like, may, you know, maybe the, the machine starts to get self-conscious and they start to recognize what they're delivering. They're like, well, I like I, that movie. I want that movie in my collection. <laughs> and then they take the movie home to their own family, to their little machine family. Um, I also look at, at the practical side of it. Like, how many people are going to be out of a job as a result of this? That sucks. Yeah, that's one of those... Um... But then I guess you will have people building the drones. No, because you can have machines well, building the drones. the thing is, this has always been like, this has been going on for decades where it's like, you know, oh, we're doing machines now, machines that do what guys used to do and stuff. But we, we okay, yeah, employment's obviously at an all-time low still and the opposite, but and maybe because of this. But let's face it, okay, I'm dealing with, um, I go out and I buy a can of beans and I know it's been, uh, you know, machines have made the can and stuff and put the beans in it and sealed it, done. Whereas, you know, if I know a guy's been involved doing it as well, you know, I could open up a can of beans and see a thumb or a dick or uh, something and like, Ugh. Where the hell do you buy your beans from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not Amazon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but let's, from a, again, sadly, from a business point of view, uh, you're, a, you're a mansion director. You've got 10 guys, or 100 guys, doesn't matter. You got, let's say 10 guys, for argument's sake. You've got 10 guys packing beans in a can and each guy let's say let's go with an average because some are going to do more than the others would be quicker or whatever let's say just uh, for argument's sake they do 100 cans an hour now you've got a machine doing the same job one machine that can do a thousand in an hour that doesn't cost anywhere near as much as the guys what are you as a business owner what are you going to do how are you going to go about this are you going to be like well, I can just like mass produce all these beans and get them out to distribution places and make a shit ton of money. Or are you going to like struggle to meet the manner stuff because you're paying those 10 guys a wage that you're not paying the machines to do the same job that's nowhere near as good? I'm going to give, give you two answers. The humanitarian inside me, I'm going to employ people. Cool. Because they got families to support. Well, you know. Okay. And, <laughs> and, the, the, and then I'll go with the, the, the tycoon businessman. Um, you know, uh, greedy son of a bitch goes with 
the machines because it's going to make me more money. Machines! As Morpheus once said. But for the delivery side of things, because it is two separate things, I order something from Amazon. Amazon shows to my door, ring the doorbell, no one answers. Right. So they ring the doorbell next door and go, I've got a package for your for your neighbor. Can I give this to you? And then when they come home, you can give it to them. Yeah, sure. That's so trusting. Yeah, I, I mean, it's happened, uh, uh, you know, back, back where I live. It happened to my mom's. Um, I'm sure at some point in time it probably happened to you, where, wherever you might live, or your parents. Whereas, what is the what is the drone going to do? First of all, how is the drone going to let you know that it's there? How is it going right. to ring the doorbell? Well, let's look further into it. Uh, the concept requires additional safety testing and, naturally, federal approval, which I don't think they'll get. But Mr. Um, uh, Bezos, Bezos? Bezos? Yeah. I'm going to call him Mr. B. Estimates the service could be up and running within five years. So we've got a while till the machines take over. Five years to plan a resistance. Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. The mini drones are said to operate autonom- autonomously um, and drop items at target locations thanks to GPS coordinates transmitted to them. Amazon said the... Well, op- with all the respect, I mean, the first flaw is there because GPS still takes people into the middle of a lake these days. Um, right on. <laughs> got my DVD but it was wet uh, Amazon said the octocopters would be ready to enter commercial operations as soon as the necessary regulations are in place noting the Federal Aviation Administration FAA was actively working on rules for unmanned aerial vehicles but the ambitious project may never get off the ground ironically enough oh, well, okay. Yeah, strict air regulations mean small drones can currently only be operated by line of sight control defeating the remote delivery concept <laughs> So they're going to have a drone going along and the guy driving underneath it. Um, The FAA's next-gen air traffic system for planes and large drones uh, has also been delayed due to complex technical problems, much like we've had with the podcast. Although I'm sure not on that scale whatsoever. Um, Amazon's promotional video shows a package being picked up at a warehouse, traveling across an open field and landing in a customer's uh, spacious rear garden. So I guess you could have a, a big garden. Okay. Um, however, blustery weather, power lines, and trees could all hamper deliveries by machines that currently lack spatial awareness. Because, let's face it, they're not self-aware yet, I guess. So how about we just don't go ahead with the project so they never become self-aware? Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Why, you know, when machines can think, we don't have to. Is that another nationalism? <laughs> that might be. Can you, yeah, make a note of that, please. Uh, in high-density cities such as New York, uh, where many people live in high-rise apartments, tall buildings provide physical barriers that cannot be overcome. No shit. Yeah. The U.S. military-operated precision GPS location system also has inbuilt inaccuracies for civilian use, increasing the risk of delivery problems. Uh, and then it kind of has a, a bit of a Marvel DC spin, like cartoony, because it's like, meanwhile, the chair of Parliament's Public Accounts Committee has urged UK consumers to join a boycott campaign against Amazon this Christmas over its UK tax minimisation arrangements. So they've gone completely what? off topic. <laughs> it's like, so Amazon is trying to take over the world in two different fronts. First, it wants to create a machine army, and second, it doesn't want to pay its taxes. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... um. Wow, uh, this is that's something. Um, you know, we need to uh, we need to set up a website our own somehow. I have the no technical skills whatsoever to even like think or comprehend how it's all done. But um, yeah, apparently we can get money from like you know podcasting. 
that was so off the beaten path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I've been out, I've not been able to think of anything since I started listening to the Anywhere But Here podcast. They, because um, after the first episode, they set up a website where they upload their stuff to, and then I guess from there to iTunes, and they've got a banner on there that links to Amazon, and they keep go there because I haven't got one. They say if you go through their link to Amazon and then buy stuff, whatever you buy, at no cost to you, like any kind of uh, donation type thing, Amazon give a certain percentage to them because obviously it's advertising. They went to Amazon through their website. We're, 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 we we could do this. We're gonna we're gonna run into a fundamental like difference in opinions here because I'll be like, yeah, let's do Amazon and Zavi and Play.com, and you'll be like, <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> Man, flashlight will win every single time. It's uh, sorry, but I will happily do. Yeah, well, I'll go wherever the uh, wherever the money is. You know, I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't expect that much, but I mean, it's it's an interesting concept, and I thought, well. Why not? Because at the end of the day, I've invested a lot of uh, money that I was fortunate to have into this. And these these guys um, over at ABH, they uh, have invested money that they got from Amazon, I guess, into... Because, um, like, like I say, listening from episode one, they've got a, a microphone from SingStar, and that's it, and a, and a dodgy table. And then, yeah, I saw a video the other day, they, they linked on Twitter, their latest uh, podcast, I guess. They're there. They got the laptops. They got their their mixer, two microphones that look pretty awesome, and mic stands and everything. Everything that you know, I kind of have, but I'm missing something, I think. But yeah, you know, and and a lot of that was funded through that. So I was like, why should I keep sticking my money into it when I can use someone else's? But I've hit my first technical issue where I don't know how to create a website or anything like that, and yeah, maybe I should uh, hand that off to someone else to do. We'll, we'll we'll discuss that separately. Yeah. So, but, but anyway. in the meantime, keep on listening, not to give us money, but because you enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I, think. I just want to. I don't. Uh, that was that was just a, a, enough thing. But in the meantime, if you're going to go to Amazon for your your, your shopping. Do it through uh, ABH's uh, website. Yeah. Why not? I don't know where it is. So you have to listen to their podcast to find out, or just maybe type in ABH. They're going to love it that I've been like you know pimping them out so much. I might tweet them about that later. Make sure it's okay. <laughs> Is that okay if I said business yeah. your way? Otherwise, you have to go and cut the living shit out of this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be such a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's the story. So they're, they're thinking about doing drones, but there's lots of technical issues, and uh, but other people want us to boycott everything to do with Amazon because there's uh, they're, um, they're, uh, sort of, there's a taxation trade route issue, apparently. Um, I can see, like, between all of this, between the drones and, you know, the, the science fiction and then... There's a taxation trade route problem. The emperor's going to get involved. <laughs> We're going to end up like <laughs> battle droids will be like coming from the drones. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you know, oh, like it's just it's a nightmare. In my head, it's a nightmare. It is. Um, interesting story. I'm going to keep tabs on that because, like I said, I, I, the moment I read that, I was like, "That's a story for you." <laughs> it's, it's so. It's so out there. I mean, like they've already. They're like, "Yeah, we want to do this," but then at the same time, in the same report, they're like, "But." We got all these problems like high density buildings, like in New York and stuff. So yeah, they can only literally potentially deliver in you know only oh, yeah, in the line of sight thing and air regulations and stuff. And it's just like, look, just don't, don't, don't bother. Just carry on doing what you're doing. It works. Yeah, you know, and it, it works. There's, there's. How are you going to program all of the different scenarios into a, one little drone about the delivery issues? At what point in time does the drone give up and just yeah. return the, the the package to? Wow. So home base. They can carry a million drones can carry up to one package of possibly five pounds. <laughs> they, so they think they they're think. not. They've not tested it enough to yeah. know. So 
nowadays a guy gets into a van with what 80 90 maybe 100 packages drives all around delivering them gets back whereas a drone can do one package at a time only in line of sight up to a Within maximum half of five hour. pounds yeah uh, it maybe probably not in our lifetime maybe it will get off the ground and i think it will uh machines are going that way i mean look at just in the last 10 years the advances i remember working in a phone shop when the first camera phone came out and like just within a few years after that, suddenly we had iPhones and shit. And they were like a hundred times better than the first shit that came out. Look at... Yeah, let's, just, let's just like broaden the range a little bit. I was... It was like mid-90s, I think, when um, you know the internet became a, a big thing. And you obviously went over here at this point, but it became big over here. And I guess probably the same principle, but it we used to pay, because it went through the phone line and everything, dial up. We had to pay by the minute. To the point that I used to go into um, uh, chat rooms a lot, and because it was it was new, it was exciting, a way of meeting people. They were like, "Holy shit, you're in Newcastle! I'm like 300 miles away from you. This is awesome!" Until you have that anticlimactic <laughs> moment where you're like, "Holy crap, I'm in Basingstoke! I live at Basingstoke too! <laughs> I live on Rush Street! Oh my god, me too!" And you're just like, "Oh shit!" I'm talking to my brother next door. <laughs> yeah, I remember we had to uh, like me and my brother, and and uh, we had to like log how many minutes that we were connected and stuff and then pay it out of our own pocket and and uh and that was yeah like mid 90s trying to think when i was chatting away and all this sort of stuff and i think it was i had to have paid for it out of my own pocket so i must have been working so it would have been circa 98 99 maybe we were on the internet before then but just not as as, as much and so yeah, 15, 16 years, and here we are, you know, you, you 10 pounds a month. None of this, like, I was paying 40, 50, 60 pounds a month uh, just for my usage, let alone anyone else's. Now it's like 10 pounds a month, unlimited broadband and all this shit, and phones and computers and gadgets, and just technology is taking a huge leap forward, and yeah. it will carry on leaping forward. I and agree. I just, I don't think, like, all the things that we can do now that we use computers for iPhones etc yeah it, you know it's, it's obviously as it's a machine it's the stuff that's pre-programmed um, it's very much at our discretion of how we use it the moment you start throwing delivery whatever they call those octahelicopters shocktopus things in, this, in the air delivering your packages <laughs> um, octocopters octocopters um, the uh, you have to keep a certain amount of human control over it for safety. Well, well the last the, thing that I want to, you know, or you want to be doing thinking, is, is driving if, around and just have a drone like yeah, fall through the windscreen. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a problem. If they're dry, if there's any kind of mechanical failure or whatever, and they're flying across the city, or whatever, you've got impact damage alone. If that falls out of the sky, because I mean, unless you, unless it's I mean, even if it's flying ten feet above the ground, it, it's got to be big enough to pick up the shit. And if that just goes, oh, you know, power surge or whatever, and it just yeah, drives down or like this like down someone's skull. That's gonna kill them. Yeah, or like I said, a gust of wind. You know, like yeah. throws it off course. It's an interesting story. I like it, but I don't think it's ever gonna pass the uh, the federal um, uh, bill or law or whatever they've got to pass for them to be able to use it. Because as any of them are gonna say, you know, there's too much of a risk factor. If something happens, if something goes wrong, or whatever, and they just fall out of the sky, that's just an accident waiting to happen. Yeah, and will happen. It's there's there's no doubt about it. I mean. They could say the same about cars, I guess, but that's just a part of society that you can't take away now. It's gone too far. Yeah, but still a car, you do have a person behind the wheel controlling it. Uh, to, to an extent, yeah. Well, yeah, to, sure. I mean, there are scenarios where you, you lose control and you can't control it. But in the most part, 
Yeah. Yeah. You have control over And as they said in X-Men, that's why we license people to drive, Miss Grey. Well, I don't think that was the exact line, but something like that. Oh, yeah. and Well, we do license people to drive, Miss Grey. That's what he said. Yeah. See? Points. Oh, thanks. I get yeah. down the end. Um, yeah. Interesting. Scary. Yeah. Watch this space. Yeah, definitely. We'll go. We'll hit back on that. Although, we do need to do a survival guide. Yes, definitely. I'm yeah. going to be thinking about that for the next week. Awesome. Or two <laughs> weeks. So we got, yeah, we've got two weeks. So get planning and, and stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll have a long we need to. Uh, I mean, that's going to be probably our last pod before the new year, I imagine. So so as we lead into the new year, we'll be giving you <laughs> tips and advice on how to survive a Terminator <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So I may uh, we may have to do like a... Not that anyone cares, but we may have to do a special of like, you know, a couple hours or however long it takes to cover what all of us have got, uh, got to say. Cool. So, anyway, you want to hear my dream? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> I will try and dig up the uh, the other one that I had about where I met my conscience, which I've been shocked to not have met, you know, since. But, but you did say it disappeared in the dream, so. It did because I acknowledged what she was. Yeah. And. It'll be fair to to you. You you haven't like significantly changed since you acknowledged your conscience <laughs> and disappeared. You haven't turned into like a psychopathic serial killer or mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's just that the, you know of. You, I'm sure I would have heard. Yeah, probably. Um, you're just Scott Nash through and through. Thanks, man. So yeah. I, I'm gonna go with it was a dream in which you met your conscience. I don't think your actual conscience just disappeared. <laughs> Oh no no definitely not just uh, <laughs> just visually in the dream it yeah. just uh, no yeah it's a weird thing it's kind of I don't know it must have been it's a reverse kind of like it's one of those things like normally when you realise you're dreaming you tend to wake up and it was kind of like that but in the reverse she was like I realised that was my conscience and she was like shit and then she woke up maybe or I don't know it's a weird thing but I'll, I'll dig out because I, 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 it was an interesting listen yeah back to that but anyway yeah this dream. I uh, I take on a new job for some reason, and it's uh, at several points I'm like, why have I done this? Because I have to travel, just like me and a couple other guys that I currently work with. We have to travel to the coast somewhere, not knowing what we're doing, and it's. Uh, but you know, being a dream, you don't question it, or you might question it, but you just do it anyway. So yeah, we drive down to this place, and um, we we check in. We go into uh, there's like this massive tall building that doesn't exist on any coast i don't think it's huge and we had to check into reception and we're like yeah yeah we're here for um this job we don't know what it is but we're here for it anyway and then uh they give us the uh the keys to our our particular room and they tell us to go get ready <laughs> we're like okay friend, we'll just go with it and we don't ask any questions we get in the elevator and we end up going to whatever floor it is and at this point i have no uh sense of how higher because normally in a building I, I i know how high i am and it starts freaking me out and stuff but there's none of that at this point and then we get to the uh the floors that we're on which are i don't know like 30 40 floors up or something like that and when i get into my room it's i freak out when i look out the window and i can just see the ocean <laughs> <laughs> and then it, the realization it dawns on me and i actually feel in my dream i feel like i'm i'm really high up and it, it starts to scare me so I do the natural thing of turning away from the window and then <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like I forgot about it, but I know it's still there. I was just like, let's just, uh, you know, got to get this job done. 
So, and it turns out for some reason, uh, we've all been left uh, a tux to wear <laughs> to meet the woman that's employed us. So, um, yeah, so, so, I get, so I get dressed. Although for some reason, I, I go in there down with a red shirt on. Uh, for some reason, I left that on because I thought it looked cooler. Like over the tux or... No, no, no. I just um, and like uh, um, the kind of shirt that you wear. I don't know if they. I can never remember the, the correct terminology for the, the shirts and stuff. Because the kind you wear a tie with is that a shirt or a t-shirt? It's a shirt. Yeah. So I'm wearing a red shirt. Okay. When I go down there. Okay. And uh, so I got the tux laid out, but I just like throw on the the, the pants, uh, trousers, um, jacket, tie on my red shirt. Okay. I don't bother to wear a white one. Because I think I look better. Okay, you want to stand out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. no, I just think I, I think it looks better than the white because <laughs> red's my color. So I meet up with the other two guys. They're wearing white, and then I start thinking to myself, "We're waiting for the elevator." And I start thinking to myself, "I probably should have worn what I was given to wear. I shouldn't have gone outside the guidelines." And then they're talking about something, and then we get in the elevator, and the whole way down, it, this is all I'm thinking about: is like I should be wearing the white shirt. Not the red one. Oh, the power <laughs> of hindsight. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to the, the lobby, whatever, and we go through to uh, somewhere else. And, um, you know, there's there's drinks and champagnes and, and whatnot going around. And we meet the woman that's employed us for this job. And we're like, hey, she's all really grateful. She's like, thanks for coming down. It's good to meet you. Um, you know, here's your first um, paycheck. We hadn't done anything at this point. And I was just like, right on. This is, I've just shown up and I've got paid. And then she sort of disappears. So you don't think at any point in time, like, holy crap, I'm getting money for not doing anything yet. What have I signed up for? <laughs> what, what am I, you know? No, not at all. It's just you know, money. I, yes, yeah, good. it's like money. And, but at the same time, I was thinking to myself, because when I saw it, there was, it, was a, it was a large amount like, for me. And I, I was looking at that and I was like, whoa. I was like, think of the podcasting shit I could get with this stuff. <laughs> I was like, I could get like an actual, uh, you know, uh, a really efficient operating computer or laptop or something because that thing i'm pretty certain is on its way out and i was like and i could i could get even better microphones than what i'm using at the moment which i like but i could get better ones and i could get stands for everybody and i could get an office and a studio and <laughs> i was like big plans for podcasting based on but, this job i had no idea but, what i was yeah, doing no no concern or thought to <laughs> what am i gonna have to do here yeah so and then she disappears and we were all like, oh, okay, well, what are we doing? And then someone else, you know, dressed up comes over and they're like, right, you know, you can, uh, you know, retire to your rooms, whatever, and just meet us in the, uh, the lobby, the reception at uh, the end of the morning. And we were like, okay, cool. And then, you know, we go back to our rooms and then as dreams do, it just like, suddenly shifts to like, next day and we're waiting in the lobby and then... We meet up with the guy who said, you know, yeah, meet us here at this time. And he takes us outside this building down towards the ocean, which I was terrified of until I stopped looking at it. <laughs> so <you laughs> walked down there blindfolded then. <laughs> and then and we got onto what I thought was a boat. Um, and we go into the, uh, the little cabin area and we're having a chat and stuff. Boat goes off. And at this point, again, as dreams do, and you don't question it, but my... Um, perception of view goes from like the inside to the outside kind of like a tv show and i see the boat so the camera pans out <laughs> yeah and then the boat starts you know submerging into the water and it turns out that it's a submarine and uh and that's cool and but i was like i'm seeing this and i'm thinking that's pretty cool 
And then it, the view goes back. It's me again. I'm oh, in, fuck. I'm in a submarine. <laughs> well, I, for some reason, I didn't question And that, that would terrify me. But I didn't question it or whatever. I was like, cool. Uh, I don't think I even knew at the time. And then we get to this, uh, wherever the place is that we're going to. And we step out. And it turns out to be an underwater station of some sort. like a, Kind of like a research facility or something like that. And when we, when we step through the, these doors, you've got um, like metal walkways like just a standard kind of walkway I guess like you know three four feet wide or whatever and just they go you know wherever they need to go whatever but it's on the side of the walkways you've got like these massive tanks that have like water in them and stuff they're like massive fish tanks so there's no railing or anything which one worries me straight away I'm just like you know shit I'm just like what if we trip or fall or you know I get drunk tired and (laughs) Yeah, or tired, yeah, drunk on tiredness, and I just slip in something. And I'm just, more importantly, what's in these tanks of water? And they are massive. So we start walking, you know, through the uh, over these walkway bits, and uh, and the guy that's got you know dressed up, clipboard, he's saying something, but all I'm I'm ignoring him uh, inadvertently because I'm just thinking, what's in these water? Why am I on water or underwater? I don't want to be here. And um. Why did I accept that paycheck? <laughs> yeah. And why did we dress up in tuxes? That doesn't make any sense either. Why didn't I wear the right shirt? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, he, you know, he finishes saying what he's saying. I look up and then I want to say, sorry, could you say that again? <laughs> yeah. But this is like five minutes later. And it's like, he's not going to repeat any of that. And I, I don't want to get fired. So then he says, right, if you want to put these uh, these suits on, <laughs> they were like underwater suits. Right. Obviously. I don't know what. I, I I can't describe. It. It was obviously your um the the tight clothes yeah, that they suits. always yeah your wetsuit yeah. obviously helps hypothermia. I learned that from Deep Blue Sea. Um, incredible source of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I and mean, then we put on like helmets. They're kind of reminiscent to uh, the uh, the hazmats type gear. Yeah. So we're wearing something like that. Gloves. <laughs> Which important. Is, yeah, yeah, and boots for some reason. Even though we didn't need them because well, our like wetsuit com- covered them. <laughs> combat boots or no? I, I, boots. I, I, I hope not. I can't remember what boots they were, but they were uncomfortable. And then there was a ladder, and we had to start. We had to go, and obviously in, into the water of one of these tanks. And I was just like, "Are we food for these creatures? Is that what we're being paid for? Why is there a ladder? It's um, water. Why don't you well, just jump in the water and sink? Well, that wouldn't be professional." <laughs> It's water. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, this is my head we're talking about. <laughs> For some yeah. reason, there's a ladder. So we climb down into the water, and then it turns out there's like a corridor of, uh, you know, corridors, I should say, under the water. And they kind of mimic, I guess, the where the uh, the walkways are above on the surface, it, underwater in the station. Yeah. But you still got all these like massive fish tanks there and stuff. And we can, at this point going into the water, we can now see various kind of creatures and stuff. But they're not like your normal fish or sharks or whales or anything like that. They're like I don't know. They they as we went into water, the guys um, he's saying you're going to see you know various creatures and stuff, and says that they're uh, they're uh, creatures from like the bottom of the ocean, you know, places where we can't go because it's too deep and whatnot. And, but for whatever reason, they've somehow come up. We've gone, Ooh, what's that? And somehow 
didn't ask the question why you would have thought I would. Like, you know, how did we capture them and why did we capture them? <laughs> yeah. Did Probably it actually see- come up long enough for us to build an entire research facility? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, and they, they look pretty docile and they're just like, they don't talk. But if you looked at it, you'd be like, well, based on the expression as if it's going, hey, man, <laughs> that's it. But they're like, they look kind of ugly. They're like really big, like, yeah, the size of, you know, your average kind of table and like big, long fish faces and stuff. But, you know, some of them look a little sad. But, um, yeah, so we're, we're walking along underwater through these, these underwater corridors and stuff. And then all of a sudden, my the camera <laughs> pans back up to the outside. And there's a woman walking along one of these walkways. And what I was thinking about earlier on happens, she like... Because it's like the gridded walkways. He's wearing those ridiculous high heels. <laughs> yeah, because it's the, the metal uh, gridded walkways. Um, she gets hill stuck in one of those, twists her ankle and falls into one of the tanks. And uh, and I'm kind of like, it's really weird because I'm kind of seeing it from my perspective underneath the water, but at the same time from above as well, like a camera would. Or maybe it just flicks between the two and it, the memory is just blurred together yeah or you got one eye down there and one eye up there yeah and i guess it was some sort of uh security or emergency protocol or something like that but like when when something unexpected happens apparently all the tanks seal themselves so she falls into this tank and it, this glass like sort of door <laughs> shuts at the top that's Tra- such a shit security <laughs> protocol <laughs> well i i guess it's like yeah maybe um maybe it's like a, a system like where where something happens like if the if the facility gets flooded um they like they they seal it so that when you know more water comes in the creatures don't just like go off and swim off out somewhere or go for a stroll you know or a swim i should say i don't know man (laughs) okay this is in my head (laughs) so and she's you know getting really wet i was gonna say but that goes (laughs) without saying (laughs) um and she's uh she's banging on this uh this glass door trying to trying to get out whatever and then there's this fish that's just been in the corner of this tank. And well, it doesn't look, I say fish, it doesn't, it's a sea creature. It doesn't look like a fish at all. It just looks like, um, trying to think what I can compare it to. And the best thing is, like, when I'll describe it in a second, it's like this big blob type thing. And it starts, um, okay, I suppose I could describe the end of it being kind of like a, an alien egg or a flower or something where it like it opens up. Yeah. And yeah. It starts swimming towards her, and we're all seeing this, and we're like, you know, what the fuck? Not doing anything. We're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> seeing it all happen. And then, yeah, this this thing, it opens up, like I said, like a, an egg from the alien or, um, or a flower or something, and all these tentacles come out, and it's really gross. <laughs> but, again, we just carry on watching. And, uh, and then all these tentacles start wrapping around this woman who's somehow, she's screaming underwater, and she hasn't run out of oxygen yet, but anyway, <laughs> um, and yeah, she, then she gets wrapped up just like uh, from, you know, the uh, sort of shoulders down to her knees sort of thing. Uh, and she's screaming. You see all the bubbles coming out of her mouth, oxygen and that. And then um, and we're like, you know, shit, it's going to eat her or something. And then it's wrapped her in a way that the tentacles, the bigger part of it, are like, you know, around like the middle of her. And then it punches through the glass door thing that for some reasons decided to trap her in the tank. And then it just delicate it gently <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop, man. 
<laughs> All right, just so people understand, I have trouble saying the word delicately. No, that's how I. Yeah, that's how I say it. Yeah, yeah. No, you can say delicately. Yeah, so it gently puts her down on the walkway and untangles and whatnot, and she's you know panting for breath and whatnot, and it tentacles go away and it goes back to its little corner and just sits there. It's as if like that was its uh, sole purpose is just to sit there in a the corner, and if someone should fall in, it will get them out and save them. And it looked quite hideous as well, I must say. But we were all like, wow, wasn't expecting it. We thought she was going to be eaten alive. But right on. That's cool. So then we just carried on walking through these underwater. As if like, the, okay, the event was over. It's <laughs> yeah, done for. Yeah. yeah. And then um, and then we come across this really long corridor. And there's, uh, you know, very these glass door things underwater now as well, which are already shut. And... Uh, and this guy, uh, he walks over to one of the doorways and uh, he hits a button and it opens. And I was just like, at this point is when I ask, what are we doing here? <laughs> and he says, oh, we're just doing research on all these creatures. And he said that they're completely, we've been monitoring them for months. They're completely docile and they're all, you know, just quite friendly. But we're just doing, you know, we're just monitoring them and observing them because they're, they're we, we, you know, we've just, well, say just discovered they've been monitoring them for months <laughs> but yeah they're like newly discovered species and so at that point i was like all makes sense now i was like i literally thought we were you know bait food for these creatures or something and then um in one of the the, the door that the shield that the, the glass door that he's opened inside it's really dark and it turns out there's three really big like almost I'd say shark size, where like in, in one bite they could probably eat like, or at least yeah, they could probably eat like half a human, the average size human, and they look kind of. If I had to label them, because they do look kind of fish like, if I had to give them uh, uh, sort of description, I'd say kind of like piranha type fish. And uh, and right as he opens the door, one of them comes swimming out really quickly, and it swims past all of us, and we're like. Whoa! and it swims past all of us behind us and it turns around and it's just and it, I say it just looks at us for a while and we're like okay that was weird but at this point we're in the uh, the mindset of well we're just observing <laughs> and then I stand next to the door and I can see through the darkness I can kind of see one uh, no sorry it wasn't me it was some other guy stood like by the door but at this point because it's a dream again I can kind of see what he's seeing <laughs> yeah <laughs> the camera angle's changed again <laughs> and there's another fish in the corner um so if if this guy was in there from where from where this fish is in the room in the corridor just try and give you some sort of visual idea if this dude wasn't stood in the way it would have a clear line of sight to the other fish that had swum out and was standing around looking at us but this guy's in the way and then the third fish is just discreetly sat in the darkest part of the corner of the room not doing anything and then from out of nowhere um the fish that was in the corridor just starts swimming towards the guy that's in kind of in the doorway. And we I because it's behind us and we're looking at this dude and the fish in, in the room. We, we we don't we don't we don't see this fish moving and stuff. We just see this guy shit himself and panic and there's conveniently a ladder right next to the doorway <laughs> for him to like start and uh he starts like going shit and uh yeah he grabs the ladder and he starts pulling himself up and then he does it in a way where the fish kind of it's as if the fish was going for him misses and goes swimming into the room and uh and that was it then everything's calm and we were like what the fuck what was that all about and so the guy 
with the clipboard and the suit and stuff who he's, was he's dressed up underneath the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not wearing a suit. He's dressed up like we are for underwater gear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. With paper and a pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, for uh, movie purposes, maybe we should uh, update it to like some sort of waterproof iPad or something. That would make more sense. Oh, but that's fine. In a dream, if you got a clipboard <laughs> and a piece of paper, and that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, he's gone. Don't know where he's at at this point. So I hit the button, door shuts, and I'm like, I look around, and at this point, suddenly I feel really claustrophobic because it's, like, it's a really long corridor and it's underwater. Underwater. And, yeah, I, I, I'm like, right, yeah, let's, what, what freaked this guy out? So me and the other dude... Um, we climb out the ladder, and this guy's freaking out up on the uh, the um, platforms. Yeah, and you know he's got his helmet off, and he's like, you know, sweating and and going all kinds of nuts. And we get out, and we're like, you know, what happened? And then it turns out that in our helmet things that we were wearing, they had cameras, which is probably, I guess, my subconscious of you know, explaining how I was able to see things that weren't <laughs> from me. Because <laughs> I thought I might have been like, well, this makes no sense, and then wake up. I'd be like, I must be dreaming. Um, yeah, so we, we play back, like, what he saw. And not, we didn't see it at all. So it was something to do with, like, this this guy's specific perception. He And what happened was when we replayed it, he looks into this room, sees this fish in the corner and it's like it, it opened up its mouth and there's like all these jaws kind of like i guess it, like you would or well, i've never seen a piranha live or in person so i don't know what if they have got sharp teeth like all the movies have made them out to be i don't know if that's true or not if that's just over exaggerated but yeah like massive teeth like human crunching type teeth because again these were massive piranha type fish so yeah, opens his mouth, sees all these jaws, and he's like, shit. And then as he turns around to look at us to see if we've seen it, he then sees the fish that had swum into the corridor, and that one's doing the same thing. It's opened its mouth, and that's when it starts swimming towards him. And he realizes that he's like in the way, and that if he hadn't have climbed out, obviously that first, first fish would have, I guess, grabbed him, swimming straight into the room, and they probably would have chomped away and whatnot. So he was lucky to be able to grab a ladder to pull himself out of the way just in time. And then, uh, yeah, and then we, we all started kind of freaking out because we were like, this, they, they said, you know, they'd been monitoring and seeing these, you know, fish and stuff for months and they're all docile and friendly, no incidents, no, no, no nothing. And then I start, I was the only one to some reason come up with it because I guess it was my dream. I was like, wait a minute, it seems a bit too convenient that we were kind of led down there, the door was open, and then when, after all this happened and stuff, the guy with the clipboard just had conveniently disappeared. So, and then sadly, that's sort of when the dream ended. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, that's so anticlimactic. Like, <laughs> oh, no, sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just like, so what, what, you know, like, did you start an investigation? No, well, I think we were, I think we were about to. We were going to be like, right, let's go find this guy with the clipboard and, you know, what's going on? We've got to, because I had the whole approach of like, we've got to, t they said these things were friendly and stuff. I was like, blatantly not. I was like, we've got to tell someone about this. We've got to tell the woman who told us to come down here and get tuxes on. We've got to tell her what's going on in this place. And then, yeah, it, it kind of finished. But I, I remember when I woke up, I was so, um, it's, this dream really, I, I enjoyed it so much. I was like, this is great. And I started thinking, um, the first thing, again, not to sound weird or anything, but when I woke up, the first thing I thought of was you. Because I was like, I've got to tell you this because we could write this down and like start writing a script based on this. And like I said, we'd have to kind of, 
figure out how it goes from there or how it ends or whatever. But I was like, that's got a, a great, in my head, I was like, this is great B-movie type stuff. You know, we all get lured into some place and paid for something that we don't know what we're doing, lured into a, a facility where we you know have no access to the outside world and, you know, being told one thing and then real shit's happening. And um, yeah, I got really excited. For the yeah. whole concept. Of yeah, it all. interesting. I'm, we'd have to figure out exactly where it goes to. What is the purpose of of the uh, the research and and why why yeah. when they saw you guys or that person in particular did you know, it kind of sounds like two bulls kind of like getting ready to go at it. But <laughs> yeah. was it because he was in between them or was it just a complete coincidence that he was in between them? Yeah. So that was interesting. That's um, yeah. Like, fuck no. If you're a dream specialist, <laughs> fuck knows what you'd get from that. No Apart idea. from like you've seen, you, you're curious about piranhas. You've seen Deep Blue Sea too many times, and uh, you like wearing red shirts with tuxes. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. You shouldn't have worn the red shirts. That's where it all went wrong. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what the fish or the piranha or the the, the super piranhas. Let's call them uh, the the Hulk dot piranhas. Um, yeah. Maybe that's what they were trying to tell you. Don't wear the red shirts. Maybe yeah. It says wear wow. white shirts. Wear white shirts. Yeah. Don't don't go outside the box. Don't yeah. Don't think outside the box. Yeah. Just do what you're told. <laughs> Maybe. Eh. Um, Still. Good yeah. dream. Good dream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm like I said, I will. Uh, I'm sorry that it was a bit anticlimactic. No, it's, it's fine. I mean, I figured it was going to end. At Everyone else out there who listens is just like, oh, is that it? I thought there was going to be more, but to me, I was. Just like wow, no, it's, it, it, it's it's like it's like an a, incomplete story. Yeah, it's like a, it's like so a curious. It's like complete. What where, happens? You know, you're pitching a story to somebody, and you're like, and that's where we're at. Yeah. And now I need I need someone's help to to complete it because yeah, you know, I woke up or or something. Um, but yeah, I was I was ready for the end of the story. I was oh, hoping man. to find out that well, you know, they're like interstellar, <laughs> interdimensional fish. They travel through portals and yeah. Well, know, I'm hoping I'll. Uh, Every time, every time I go to bed now, I'm just so wishful. I'm just like, please let me finish that dream, or please just let me meet my conscience again. Which I'm gonna try and I'm gonna go through because I think I, I've still got it. I'm pretty sure I've still got it. The, the one that when we talked about that, where I met my what I thought was my conscience. On the and um, yeah, if I can, I'm gonna try and clean it up, and I'll just throw it into a pod at some point. If not, we may have to go over it again because I really enjoyed that dream. That's probably. Uh, short of I, very very rare do I ever have like a sexual dream or anything. But it's like the top three dreams that I've ever had was one where I was in the Basingstoke uh, shopping center when they first like redid it and it became festival place and everything. And I was kind of like Spider Man, but I, I could kind of fly. It's like if I push myself in a certain direction, like up towards the corner of a. Uh, 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 part of the shopping thing or whatever i'd glide up there and then i could just stick into the wall or whatever and that was the the limit of my flying so a bit of shit as a flying power because imagine if there's no if there was there's no corner <laughs> i just keep flying off you know that would suck oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah it's almost disappointing in some of those dreams when you think you're flying but the maximum height you can get is like two three feet off the ground <laughs> i used to have that dream all the time <laughs> Particularly when I, 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 uh, I can't remember, it was one of the places I lived at, one of the houses in, in South Africa, and um, it, it, you know, decent sized house, yeah. and then up both sides of the house was like a set of stairs that led to like a back garden that was kind of raised. 
Um, and in my dreams, I would always like be at the top of those stairs, get a bit of running start and then jump off to fly. And there was like a really great sensation in the dream of like, I'm flying, but I would jump off the stairs and I, I'm going to try and, I don't know how to describe this, but visually, and I would like start flying, but then all of a sudden descend really quickly to the bottom of the stairs right. and then hover like a foot off the <laughs> yeah. ground and just fly a foot off the ground. Like, yeah! <laughs> Completely not conscious of the fact that like, if a dog gets in my way, yeah. I'm screwed. <laughs> But yeah, I'd always, I could never maintain that height of like, you know, yeah, at least right the top of the stairs, yeah. I'd always be like, yeah, oh, man. you go down and then literally just like hover a foot off the ground. I'm so like, glad I'm not the only one who had that dream. I'm just like, that must be my, you know, in some sort of alternate reality. Maybe we're tapping into that person's consciousness and that's our, we're superheroes, but it's like, we suck. <laughs> we can't fly like, you know, Superman. We're just, I fell off the ground. Well, it's great if, you know, I don't know hot water gets spilled or something you're like whoa <laughs> yeah but no not the one. i've had that so many times and it's just like it you know <laughs> and all of the stories you tap into like you know the full potential of you know of, of, of the you know human power but we can tap into like a percent of it <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that was like uh, my, my favorite one when i was actually able to kind of fly in a, in a way uh i really vividly remember that one that was brilliant and uh um, yeah, the I did have a sex dream of Jennifer Aniston, and that rocked my world. <laughs> I had no doubt it did. Yeah, and um, and then my third one, where I I, I believe I met my conscious yeah. self, which was great because it and the only the only reason because it had the Star Wars element in it. That's that's the part of it that I remember the most is when you get out onto the battlefield and you but you've got the it's got the Star Wars battle element, but in the, the top of the the view that you can see or the screen <laughs> is your power ball for like your special moves. Yeah, like when I like tap certain buttons to do an attack with my double bladed lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sign, uh, yeah, that's a sign of too much playing on the Xbox or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it could well be. Um, but no, that was that was a bit yeah. But it's weird because it went from like realism to an extent of you know places that I'm familiar with the blockbuster stores and people that I know in that. Um, to just like to people that you want to meet, like Anakin <laughs> and Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers. Yeah, it's, and just like having this massive Jedi Sith battle going on around me, it's just like yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm fucked in the head. I think That's I just, fine. I'm screwed. You just you reminded me of something, and then after this, I think we might have to to call it a day. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right, <laughs> we, rock on. We've spoken about it so many times. Every time we watch the Star Wars films and stuff, how the Stormtroopers can't shoot with shit. Yes, yeah, yeah, horrible. Yeah. I happened to catch like five minutes of an episode of one of the Star Treks on TV. I can't remember which which one it was. Okay, do you know who was in it? Um, no, I saw all I could see was I think it must have been Romulans, okay. and then a couple of like Starfleet security officers on a ship in like a hallway, right? And they're shooting phasers back and forth each other. For about three minutes, that's all it is, is <laughs> and no one hits anything. But yeah. the hallway couldn't be any more than like five foot wide. There's nothing to hide between. Yeah, everybody is yeah, missing everybody. I, no I, one lands yeah. a shot. I'm thinking like how even if like rather than just randomly shooting, you just took your time and aimed and lined up and just took one shot in that five minutes, at least you'd take somebody down. Yeah. I don't get it because yeah, in the earlier series, they um like the Romulans and Klingons and stuff. All their weapons have generally always you, you, it shoots, and you see like this bolt of energy fire out of it. And 
eventually they kind of adopted that and i i maybe for this very reason but the uh the phaser rifles used to do the same thing they shoot and bolt of energy comes flying out in the older series going like next generation um specifically i'm, I'm coming back to the uh, uh that the, the standard hand phaser or the uh the phaser rifle when they would fire it just a a, a, a constant beam comes out yeah. one long beam so they do that they miss and then they they let go then they shoot again and i'm like okay well just, just hold it yeah move. hold it yeah and then when you see that you're like just a few inches to their their left just move it so the beam cuts through them and decapitates them or something you know it's that would make more sense rather than just you know not doing that yeah. i don't know it's, it's really that being said i just had a, a a really quick memory one of the most gruesome things that they toned it down right after this but there was a really uh early episode in next generation when um some ad there's like a, a parasite going around or whatever and it ends up infecting unless i dreamt this which i'm pretty certain i didn't <laughs> yeah one of these parasites ends up infecting like a an admiral in starfleet and stuff and uh i i'm pretty certain it's picard and Riker. details aren't important i guess but they they end up confronting this admiral guy who i guess it turns out that he's if they if they destroy the parasite and him or whatever they kill them all or, or something like that and they end up phasering him both of them but it's like not old school like in the films of uh, undiscovered country with kirk and that lot when when they vaporize someone they shoot them and they just sort of disappear or evaporate or whatever this was they were both shooting him for several seconds and he then just exploded oh yeah and if you play it in slow motion you see like so much it was really really graphic um i'm gonna look into this just to make sure that that wasn't a dream of mine <laughs> this did really happen because it did that was dark but like i said they kind of toned it down after that and you never see anything like that afterwards so. yeah I'd, I'd be interested just to see how how they how they did that or that it was real even yeah so but yeah just an observation i made i thought uh, I, I thought i dropped that in there quickly at some yeah. point in time we'll get back to the star trek star wars type thing we will yeah we'll uh we'll do plenty of time to to part about that but in the meantime we will think forwards to the uh the uh, survival what we're going to do when machines take over and then start creating zombies yeah oh yeah <laughs> as amazon continue look, their 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 plot for world domination with their drones octa octocopters i'm just going to keep on saying uh shocktopuses yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right okay all right well let's call it a day then and um yeah, any final words? Engage. <laughs>